This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. Welcome to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. This is the Bomber. And the bell. And we're black swingers. Yo, this episode is going to be about when just fucking gets boring. All right. So. <laughs> I mean, th- isn't that why we're swingers in the first place? I'm glad you mentioned that, Bill. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because this isn't about just fucking like we all fucking like everybody's fucking except right. apparently Catholic priests in incels. <laughs> This is really about swingers. When does it get boring for swingers, Mm -hmm. right? Is it always going to be novel for swingers? I don't think so. I think swingers can get boring and they could start looking for that new big thing. Yeah. The the question that we're going to be talking about and answering, again, from from our experience and from our thoughts, is what does that next best thing or big thing look like? What's the next big change for swingers? Uh, Because whether we want to admit it or not, whether we realize it or not, we are all looking for something new. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about that um, because there are some ways that we have evolved in the lifestyle. And I've listened to a few podcasts. I've listened to many of them. I've heard other swingers just try new shit, just like firsts for swingers that have been in the lifestyle for years. Um, and I've been personally surprised uh, at some of the things I've heard in other podcasts. So. Uh, We're going to be talking a lot about that today. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Anyway, 4th of July, Independence Day, motherfuckers is lighting fireworks and shit. Um, You know, I saw something sick. Somebody tied a rat to (gasps) a... I saw that. That was terrible. Wow. I thought you would have applauded that. You hate rats. Well, yeah, but still, that's still animal cruelty. So what did they do? They tied the rat to a rocket Mm -hmm. and then shot it off. And the rocket exploded in midair, which is also gross. <laughs> yeah. Because then it was like raining rat. It's pretty awful. <laughs> um, I was actually very concerned when I watched the video. Not necessarily for the rat, because, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's a fucking rat. Um, let's stop pretending that we care about its welfare. Uh, but it was the people who did it. Like, I was like, yo, those are fucking serial killers in the making right yeah. there. Like, these are motherfucking cartel potential employees like like but i mean you know because i <laughs> like, was just thinking about fuck? i was thinking about the process of like first of all how did they catch this rat and then like who was handling the rat to tie it to the rocket i wonder if they, did like, they have gloves on right i i doubt it <laughs> i doubt it but i wonder if like they made his they made the rat's family like watch <laughs> 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 the rat was like pleading for its life um the rat was definitely scared oh of course the rat, the rat knew something was very wrong yeah very wrong <laughs> it's like yo i can't move and all these giant humans are staring at me yeah. really excited this doesn't look good no. humans are never excited when i'm around <laughs> um so rest in peace to the rat <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like pieces of him i don't even know where this took place mm-hmm. um but I have to admit, if I was a kid and I saw that, I'd be like, oh, shit, that was awesome. <laughs> Boys are sick. Yes. All right. So let me just give a few shout outs. It's been a crazy. 
I think it's been psychologically really interesting for me. Mm. Say more. See, you guys remember the last episode we talked about PCAP. And in that episode, I let people know straight off the bat that there was we didn't t- we couldn't talk about everything. There was just too much to talk about and we weren't trying to have multiple parts to this episode. Mm-hmm. Um our Patreon members um actually have access to some real raw audio from that event (laughs) um so if there was ever a reason to just get on patreon um you know if you just want to like you know make your little donation just to you know because you'll have access to all the audio we've ever put up there and you'll have access to all of those audios um that we took at pcap which it was really raw i'm telling you it's it's a different show on patreon yes it's much more (laughs) intimate and personal yeah, I curse a lot, and I was drunk. <laughs> I, I said some real crazy shit, but I also recapped. Oh, you uploaded all of those? Yeah, all of them shits are, all of them shits are on Patreon. I thought you said you weren't going to do that. <laughs> nah, I definitely did that shit. <laughs> 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 but also some really uh, graphic detail about what happened when I explored the play floor at PCAP mm-hmm. uh, on my own. And... One of the things that happened was I I did play with uh, a woman um, uh, there. I might have alluded to it in the last episode. Um, I played with a few women, but one of those women was actually from monogamous marriage. Her and her husband um, have a great blog online, uh, and we'll link it to the uh, in the show notes. Um, but they're they but they basically chronicle their experiences and the lifestyle in a really honest way. Uh, they're a very sexy couple outside of Toronto, and yeah, they were at Podcast Palooza on one of the one of the several great guests uh, hosts, I should say, that were there. Uh, and I did not mention that play session on the show in as much detail and there are a couple of reasons why i did that or why i didn't do that i think on on one level i knew that they were going to write about the experience Mm -hmm. that we had and i was not 100 percent sober and my memory is already fucked up as it is (laughs) and i didn't want to get on this show and recount the experience and it be some real inaccurate shit based on what they wrote yeah um so i was like let me just wait until they write what they're gonna write (laughs) 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 and then i'll respond to uh I'll, i'll talk about it then but um yeah really sexy couple so uh how did we first meet them at pcap so we were in the pool um, and we were just hanging out and I don't know, you had got to talking and I, I swear within like two minutes, your tongue was down her throat, which is fine. We were just talking. Um, and so he was like, you know, I'm married. I'm a slow mover, married to a fast mover. And I was like, yes, me too, clearly, because they're over there making out. And we just have a, a very, I had a lot of serious conversations at PK. Yeah, <laughs> clearly you did, you did not. No. I had a few serious conversations, um, but I was in the water with my shades on. I was trying to have a good time in there, and um, we were on the same page immediately. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we were making out, and it got it got really hot under that water. Like, um, I'm I'm sorry, Kate. I think we fucking around and broke some rules. 
it's all in the blog. Uh, so we'll we'll provide the link to the blog in the show notes. I want to say that um, they actually sent us the um, draft blog before they released it. Yeah. And I I could not read it. <laughs> I was like, Bell, can you can you just read it? Let me know how you feel about it, and then and then I'll read it after you read it. Because <laughs> it was about you. That's why you couldn't read it, or it was about me, and it was about about a very intimate experience mm, with me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to fucking read this <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was a nice account, a very accurate and descriptive, detailed account of what transpired between everybody. Um, I liked how they went back and forth. I've never read their blog before, um, but I liked how it wasn't just like one perspective, but you got both perspectives, um, you know, how he was feeling about the situation, what we, what he was observing, how she was feeling, what she was observing, uh, all those kinds of things. But I think the thing that you're pointing to is that the, the, the artwork that was attached to the, the post, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the artwork is a painting by um, an artist. Mm. I think it's um, uh, Amwaku Bwafu. Bwafu. Bwafu, yes. Amwaku Bwafu. And he is this Guinean artist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, I'm, I don't recall telling them, again, fucked up memory, <laughs> but like my family's from Ghana. So yeah. that painting i mean it was i'm i'm glad like it you know it's just this black dude reading a book butt ass naked (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'm like yo that's me right there like that is such an act that's a perfect image for this shit um so shout out to the artist um and shout out to the shout out for the artist i have i've i've slept with a good number of people in my life (laughs) okay Okay. now i'm not saying it to brag about it i'm just saying that you know i'm i've had a sexually active life clearly before the lifestyle and within it mm-hmm. nobody's ever fucking written an account <laughs> of a sex session with me like yeah that's some new shit well, as far as you know <laughs> oh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had somebody write about a sexual experience with you no Okay. Not that I know of. But do you, do you understand like the the kind of? Oh not, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like it's it's just it's different. Yeah, it's different. Um, I don't think I've ever even heard anyone talk about their experience with me. I I don't think that's true. I don't think so. Like when when like don't they might have, say yo we, we have, played because uh, people do that in certs. We got certs on some of them websites. Oh come on man, a cert is like a fucking sentence. Like I'm talking <laughs> about like a, a manuscript, like a fucking like a blog post. <laughs> like there are paragraphs in this shit. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and. <laughs> and it's it's me that she's talking about now um what i do want to say is uh that so first of all i had a i had a great time it was awesome playing was fun very sexy i'm gonna talk about that in a second (laughs) they're a couple that works out so (laughs) they can perform and they look like they can perform which is a big fucking deal Mm -hmm. um so shout out to them i think like they they went out and had a really good time uh while they were in the state they're probably still here still having a good time they really get it in but I just want to say a few things. First of all, that was my first play session. 
profession since COVID. I still had dust on my lifestyle dick. <laughs> and I had to clean it off before I played with her. Like, I just, I was rusty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was interesting because in her blog, she talks a lot about uh, we found each other in the playroom mm-hmm. in a way that just never happens. Usually you just lose people. Like we were in the, we were in the pool, we were playing around, messing around. And then we found each other. It was like fate. It was like, yo, the bomber had to fuck at PCAP. It had to happen. Mm-hmm. The fates just needed that to happen. Don't know what it was. Maybe somebody will come across this blog and it'll change their lives. Um, <laughs> maybe this will lead to a lot of world peace and, and, and bringing together of the black and white lifestyle alike. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, one thing I want to say is they, they are advanced. Um, I think there were a couple of things that surprised me about the blog, and I don't know if you got surprised by this as well. But I feel like, I think both of them might have mentioned in the, in the, in the blog, something about either cuck or hot wives. Mm-hmm. Did the cuck term come up? Yes, or am it did. I, yes. That he likes kind of, he likes the scenarios in terms of his, watching his wife get fucked by another guy but without any of the like demeaning belittling piece like mm-hmm. that part he don't he's not feeling it yeah but he does like you know just watching mm-hmm. uh, last thing i wanted to say about monogamous marriage blog is that uh, i encourage people to check it out because they also wrote about their experience with jay from average swingers this is a big deal <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so Jay, as we said before, has penile implants. Yeah. So he actually has the power. He calls it like a robo dick. He actually <laughs> has the power to command at will an erection, kind of turns it off and turns it on um, by the flick of a switch. Uh, and uh, monogamous marriage had the opportunity to to play with this robo dick. And I would have liked to have been there for that. I would have loved to have been there for that. <laughs> there was so much. Like, you guys have to read that blog because <laughs> she she just talks about her experience with this new dick. And <laughs> she also talks about how that dick came to exist. I mean, there's kind of a, there's kind of a, it's interesting. He calls it Robo Dick. But if you've ever seen RoboCop, like his dick went through a very similar set of traumatic experiences that created RoboCop. Like <laughs> it was, she, she lays it out. It's a really good account, but she talks about it. But she also talks about how the process of, you know, getting his shit erect was like part of the play experience Mm -hmm. i i I actually want to see like because it was part of the floor play like how do you go about that Mm -hmm. like how do you incorporate that like that's just interesting to me like you know I, i think um like we said sex can be weird it can be different it can be funny all those different kinds of things and so i just i want to know like what is the approach you know, because you might not have penile implants, but it may be something else. You might have a third nipple or something like that. Or you may have large labia. Like, just what what is the conversation and interaction when you're introducing somebody to your body and it's something different, mm-hmm. something they may not have seen before? Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 it made me just ask myself, like, okay, how is it part of the foreplay? But, like, if you really think about it, for guys, foreplay is a lot like turning on the dick. (laughs) 
like, I mean, foreplay is really about turning on, mm-hmm. t- turning us on. It's mm-hmm. about like flipping that switch. Yeah. And whether proverbial or literal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like Jay just, he literally has the switch like that. I mean, whether he's turned on psychologically or not is another question. Mm-hmm. But as far as the dick, it's like, yo, it's, it's just a switch. And, you know, for guys, I mean, girls are women. I mean, women are constantly, you know, trying to turn that shit on for guys. Like mm-hmm. it's just a slower process uh, or it's a more unpredictable process. Yeah. Um, but the thing I the question I'd have for women is like, you know, of think of all the times you were fucking or you were pl- you were in foreplay and you were trying to get it hard and it, it wasn't working. Like, is that something you've worried about? Like that shit just shut shutting off on you. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's always a concern that the dick is not going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially if like you're really into the person, you're into the situation, everything like that. Like that's. I won't say that that could ruin the play, but that would it would be disappointing. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, with this shit, you, you wouldn't have to be disappointed. I mean, you wouldn't have to worry. Right. Yeah, but I mean, the, that still begs the question about the psychological aspect of it. Even though your his dick is erect, like, I mean, I guess he could still fuck even if he's not psychologically there. That's true. Um, oh, I wanted to also shout out. A couple that I failed to mention in our PCAP recap for some reason. Swinging outside the lines. I don't think I mentioned them or we didn't mention them. Um, So they were definitely there. Adam and Bell, um, who I didn't realize uh, their swinger names are based on Beauty and the Beast. Because I didn't know the Beast's name was Adam. Nobody knew the Beast's name was Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you would have said Beast and Bell, I was like, oh, okay, I got you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Adam. What if it was Beast and Bell? That would have been interesting. <laughs> I would have, I, I would have, calling him Beast would have got old, though. Yeah. I wonder if calling me Bomber is getting old. I don't think so. <laughs> like, what's your name, man? Can't be calling you Bomber all the time. Shit, got me feeling small. Bomber. It feels so powerful. It is. No, people get me like that. They'll be like, oh, well, that's your show names. What are your real names? Like, nigga, I don't know you. (laughs) Bell, bitch. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but yeah, shout out to them. Um, Glad Adam could actually make it out. Um, We went to their, um, we went to their seminar at PCAP. (laughs) She made sound like he was in jail. (laughs) No. Glad glad he got so, uh, what is that? Not early release. uh, (laughs) Parole. No, like when they get the work release. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Adam, glad you got out, man. Stay out of trouble, though. Right. No. No, I I, I I said that because uh, Adam actually had an injury. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, actually, it was never a question whether he would make it out. It was just a question of whether or not he would have a cast on. Mm-hmm. Belle, I've already talked about, very, very gorgeous woman. Found out that she was still looking for that single male. And, like, a few brothers in the audience that heard that were like, yo, so just, can you can you just list the, the <laughs> criteria? Like, what, did he, what does he need to look like? I just need to know my chances. See, she's a woman that likes tall men, which I can definitely get behind, so. I, I, I wonder if she's done some modeling. I'm not sure. She has, like, she looks like a model mm-hmm. to me. Every mm-hmm. time I see her, she has this um, 
larger-than-life presence. Uh, also wanted to give a shout-out to Living the Sweet Life. So if you haven't caught our collab episode with them, check it out. Um, we recap our experience at PCAP together um, and also go into a little bit more detail about our play experience with them. Mm-hmm. I know y'all perverts have just been wondering, like, oh, I wonder if the Bell and Bomber and Locke and Triss have played around. <laughs> oh, man, that must be real hot. <laughs> All right, it happened, so you can listen to that episode and check it out. Also want to give my last shout-out. I know we're taking a while now. To Black in the Swing of Things, uh, another black lifestyle podcast that was just out there and had no fucking idea <laughs> until somebody like uh, pointed it out. Um, but I realized that they don't appear to be on iTunes um, or Apple. Um, they're on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, um, check them out. Black into the black Black in the Swing of Things. Very clever name. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish we. Had that one. Mm -hmm. Um, So, just wanted to give them a shout out, supporting my fellow black podcasters. All right, so let's move on to the hit list. It's time for the hit list. So, the hit list is basically a list of folks, celebrities, semi celebrities, people we just seen around the block that, you know, we might like to get down with. So I actually have two, and I think they might have been both on my hit list before, but it's okay. Um, they have been reignited in <laughs> on on reignited, moved up again to the top of my hit list, whatever. So the first one is Jonathan Majors. He played uh, Tick on Lovecraft Country, and he'll also be playing uh, Kang in uh, the new Loki Marvel. You know, what is this? Series three or whatever with oh, phase three phase thing? Th- phase three, maybe phase four. Actually. Oh, phase three, phase four. But he is just, like, if you see some of his modeling pictures, like, he is just a very, very attractive man. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he can get it all the time, anytime. Yeah, he was definitely on your hit list before. That's okay. Um, you've, you've mentioned him. He's coming out with a new show. Although Lovecraft Country is not getting renewed for a second season, which is sad. I know you don't care. I was so mad about that. Really? I was was mad about that. Because even though I did not fucking understand what was going on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I didn't understand what was going on. Each episode, I I understood the horror of each episode. And all I needed was the horror. Mm -hmm. And I I needed original, creative, black horror. Uh, and it it never let me down. It never let me down. Uh, and I'm, but 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 the thing is, even though Lovecraft is going away, it wasn't the sole source of black horror. There's just been so much of it out there yeah. um, that I'm I'm okay seeing Lovecraft go, and looking forward to seeing what other black artists can think about and bring on screen. I have to give respect to um, the writers and the creative team because the reason that they did not go with season two at least from what I understand is because like for season one they had a book to base the show on but they did not have that for season two and they felt like the writing that they had was not strong enough for a second season without the basis of a book Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that yeah so and I just had because we have there are so many shows that do this 
Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> and they, you know, they they outpace the book and they try to keep it going because people love it and they put in all this fan service and all this because and, and and the product ends up being just terrible it's like it's really shitty and so i just appreciate them just respecting the the content for what it was have people appreciate it and then we can move on to something else instead of having a mm-hmm. mediocre product just because people want it right and you know if if black shit fails like <laughs> we just don't get another shot like no. we get we get set back like it's it's not like white art like white people have the privilege of failing (laughs) and y'all just keep going like if we fail like investment drops off and we're back in the underground um so it's better to just move forward succeed like you know um what's the what's the show with isa um, uh, in- insecure very important that that show could do well yeah. it was very important the show did well and it, it has done well and it has opened doors for black drama outside of bet so my other one is uh william jackson harper and so he was in the good place but i most recently saw him in uh the underground railroad which is a show on amazon that is based on the book of the same name by colson whithead um which was really good also the nickel boys by him is also a great book um but i was like i was not really into him when he was playing on the good place because it was more like a he was like a nerdy yeah he's a nerdy geeky character um but then on the underground railroad he plays this character royal who's like just really that dude and he's going after the girl and i just he his his sexy points got stepped up in that show so the first time we saw him was actually in um midsummer Midsommar, yeah but I, I just remember when i saw him in midsummer i was like damn i see myself in this character <laughs> oh definitely uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you brought him up. He must. He must have grown. Um, he has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for the this latest role you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my uh, hitless target is going to be Morena Bakarin. I think that's how you pronounce her name. So she played Deadpool's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Um, but we most recently saw her in a movie called Greenland um, that came out. It was a Gerard Butler movie. It was a yo greenland was a dope ass disaster movie like it was really good um so i really encourage people to take it check it out i think it's on amazon prime or something uh, or netflix one of them um but she is sexy as all hell um you know y'all might i mean she, she was his wife yeah yeah she was okay. his wife cute ass brunette um but she's yeah, actually were, yeah Nah, she's sexy as hell. <laughs> she's Brazilian, Italian, and Portuguese, son. Like, <laughs> it's serious. Um, so, very sexy, um, very sexy chick. Check her out. All right. You are listening to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. Hey fellow BNK fans, I know y'all are enjoying the show, but damn, we have to wait a month for each episode? I don't know about you, but that's way too long for me. That is one of the many reasons I support Bomber and Bell on Patreon. They release content on their Patreon every week. I really can't get enough of their Pillow Talk episodes, where they get real personal, and girl, it's like having a backstage pass to your favorite artist. 
It also doesn't hurt to hear my name shouted out every episode and have ready access to the Bell and the Bomber through their private chat. If y'all want to join in the fun, head to www.patreon.com forward slash black and kinky and donate a few dollars a month to keep the show going. I know it's for a good cause and all that, but I'm just trying to get my fair share of this sexy ass podcast. Speaking of which, I'm finna finish this episode. So that's our hit list for this episode. Uh, We are interested in hearing what some of the folks you've witnessed in the world that you would love to bang or somebody who's just really got your skin crawling with all, with, with all their sexiness. Honestly, we just want to know because we're perverted and we want to know how many sexy people are out there that we're missing. <laughs> um, so please send us those at blackandkinkylifestyle at gmail.com. Let's move on to today's topic, which again is when just fucking gets boring. Mm-hmm. How the lifestyle opens up doors for new self-discovery. Uh, for swingers. So we tried watching a show on Netflix that was recommended <laughs> to us. Let's start there. Yes, it's called a sex. What's well, called sex slash life. Okay. Sex life. Um, and I had like, you know, heard people talking about this show and I was like, you know, we had finished Black Summer, which is great. Great zombie so, series. Zombie oh, series, yes, yeah. Very good. Uh, season two. Um, and so we we're like, you know, well, you know, put some on, check it out, see what it's all about. And to me, it opened well. Yeah, so it's this, it's, you know, this monologue with this woman and, um, you know, she was the party girl. She was fucking all the dudes. But then, you know, she settled down, got married, had kids, and now basically sex with her husband was boring. Mm-hmm. And so she was looking for how to, you know, find that spark again. Right. Which is like the most fucking basic. <laughs> um, but this, but but it's a real concern. Like when things get stale in a relationship, um, and there's a scientific term for this. It's called like the Coolidge effect, and it was coined by a behavioral endocrinologist mm-hmm. named Frank Beach in 1958. And he's talked about it as operating to make us seek out novel mating partners when our fertilization job appears to be done. It works by building a tolerance to or boredom with the same person or stimulus. Um, Over time, their presence becomes less rewarding to the primitive brain. um, And over time, we just have less and less desire for the same sexual partner. Hmm. So it's like... Duh, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like for those of you who, and, and, you know, this apparently doesn't happen to everybody. All right. You're if right, you're still sure. super, super hot for your partner and y'all just been doing the same sex positions for 10 years and everything is still fresh and new, like God bless you. <laughs> but to the rest of the homo sapiens on this planet, yeah. Being with the same person gets, gets yeah. dull after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to find new experiences now. So that's the Coolidge effect. Um, now, there was this other term I learned about called self-expansion, and it basically means, um, it was uh, I think there were two scientists, uh, Aaron and Aaron, who coined this one in 1986, a long term from 58, a uh, long time from 58. Um, self-expansion is expanding one's sense of self through novel, exciting, and broadening activities with a partner. Um, because alternative partners offer novelty, new opportunities, and new opportunities for self-expansion, um, 
uh, or the de- desire to enhance oneself through excitement and new relationships. We seek new relationships. Um, and so it's almost like we want to grow. We want to, ex- you know, we, we want to um, meet new people, have new experiences, because there is like this innate belief or desire that as a result, we will grow as people as we absorb others into ourselves. It's actually a really spiritual idea. And I actually love that idea as an extrovert. Apparently, that's what I've become. Um, You've always been an extrovert. I have not always been an extrovert. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have this conversation again. It's not true, son. I'm telling you, got to ask my undergrad friends. Um, but yeah, this self-expansion thing, I just, I, I really dig the idea. Um, and then I started thinking, as I've listened to podcasts, um, swinger podcasts in particular, and have talked to swingers, like shit just changes over time. It's like they don't just do the same thing. Um, and so that got me wondering, do swingers experience like a Coolidge effect? Like, of course, they might be experiencing sex with other people, but after a while, does that get boring? Mm-hmm. And do they look for something more? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're, especially if you have like a a core group, a tribe of folks that you're just playing with over and over again, I could definitely see just like with your primary partner, if you're, you know, having sex with them can get, you know, kind of redundant um, and dull over time. And so you want to mix it up. I mean, mix it up doesn't have necessarily mean, um, new people it could be you know a new place like you know you go on vacation together um you know you try different positions you try different um (laughs) accessories you know toys and things and all that kind of stuff um but there's just something about a novel partner um i think as well that helps to mix it up because it's just the opportunity to learn someone new like you know everybody has their way I would say of having sex and so um, experiencing that with someone else is going to be a very new opening experience Um, it's going to be very different from your primary partner and your usual play partners you know what you just actually so I think that's true (laughs) you know what you just reminded me of like I remember when our when our tribe was in full effect and we used to have our like little hotel um, little hotel parties that were sponsored by uh, that were that were hosted by more getaways and so I remember like it'd be like the same faces there right Mm -hmm. sometimes but then every once in a while there'd be a new couple a new hot couple that would come in and i know like everybody would be like (sighs) fresh meat you know them (laughs) now i don't know them oh i saw them at a party like a couple of months ago but damn did you play with them nah we didn't play with them oh all right we gonna see what happens tonight And it'd be like, yo, we'd be aiming for that new yeah, couple. Me, yeah. We have all these other couples available to mm-hmm. us, but we aiming for that. Fresh meat. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what is that about? It's the novelty. <laughs> I know we're not the only ones because I was just listening to I was just listening to that couple next door, and they were talking. They were recounting their experience at um, Desire, and it was something real similar. Like you know, um, J and K. You know, they had their usual friends there, mm-hmm. but you know, like when you have a crew, you start attracting like right, it's yeah. like it's like moths to a flame. And so they were talking about like this new couple that was there and. And Jay was just smitten with one of these chicks. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, apparently a hot chick that had, like, a DP fantasy or some oh. shit. Um, and, like, they were just... <sighs> Fresh meat. 
people were going after this couple. Let me just say, and I, I, I didn't feel guilty about us going after New Meat when I, when I heard. I was like, okay, this doesn't just happen to us. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like even if we played with a couple once or twice, when we see that new shit, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to tell you what goes on in my head um, when I see a new couple. I'm thinking, all right. I, I appreciate our friends. I, yeah. I, I got love for them and I love playing with them. Um, but I know for me, I got, I have a limited number of nuts to spare <laughs> <laughs> at a given party. Uh, and I want to save at least a couple for this new couple <laughs> just in case I need to make an impression. Right, like uh, not just one nut. You need no, that you need second to one at too. Least two. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like that first nut is a gamble. The second nut, you can do some damage. Um, so, so when I see a new couple, I'm like, let me let me just slow down. So, um, so I so so suddenly I'm like, um, I'm like excluding my friends from my dick. Like, wait a minute, slow your roll. Just let's let's just make out because I gotta see. <laughs> if I need these see, nuts, then that like goes against couple. something that you talked about. I don't know, last episode, a couple episodes ago, talking about the FOMO, right? So it's like, oh yeah, are you gonna go That's after right. this new couple? Because there's no guarantee there, right? You, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know them, you never played with them, you never seen them That's play, right. and it could fuck up the whole night. Because again, because it takes you out of the party, uh huh. It takes you away from yep. the party. It takes you away from mm-hmm. everything that's going on, and then it could be a disaster. You're you're right. It's not it's not a good thing. <laughs> It's not a good thing, but I'm trying. But you still I'm don't tr- do it. Yeah. I'm chasing my self expansion. Okay, self expansion. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying You're to develop. Expand I'm yourself to, into a dry dick. No. <laughs> dry dick is never good. No. Um, but yeah, but it's 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 interesting that we we want to do that. Yeah. Like we could have a whole crew. So I don't know. Is that what? You, do you think something similar when you see a new couple? Like oh, just, absolutely. I mean, especially if it's a black couple, it's like, oh, like where they been at? Like, you know, why haven't we seen them around or on the sites or whatever that kind of thing is? So, I mean, again, the lifestyle is all about meeting new people and, you know, being social and that kind of thing. So that I think that comes with the territory. Because I feel like there were times where like we were in a situation, we knew a couple that were that was that was in a party in a club, maybe even at a resort. <laughs> Even when we know that the play st- the play session with the couple would be bomb, I feel like in the back of our mind, or even out loud, we might have said one time, "Oh, we played with them. We played with them already. Let's we we played with them already. Like yeah. it's let's 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 see that couple over there. Let's 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 go after them." I know I'm kind of repeating myself here, but the fact that even with a couple we know it's explosive, yeah, we'll still take the chance. With some new, with a new part, with new partners. Now, do you think that that is still the case, though? It's interesting that you bring that up because I don't think that this, that's the case, and the reason why it's not the case is because we've gotten bored with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, I don't want to do that no more. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it didn't really happen recently, but I remember the idea because we went to a rooftop party. And there were really sexy couples at the top at mm-hmm. the party. Not only were they sexy, there were couples that we wanted to play with. Not only were they couples we wanted to play with, but they were couples that we knew and had dates with before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That we wanted to play with. Yeah. 
and but we had already had something set up right and there was like i swear i don't, I don't even know what to call it i feel like it has a name what? I feel like it's like the greedy swinger, <laughs> yeah. bomber's greedy ass swinger. And I had in my head, and 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 and, and tell me if, if this wasn't true for you too. I was thinking maybe we could turn this into a group situation. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> you were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like everybody in the group, but at least like you know we could bring one more couple along, something like that. <laughs> Make that happen. You know, just everybody, if everybody was vibing, you know, mm-hmm. the mood was right, you know, this isn't a private party. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> yes. I was thinking the same shit like that, yeah. I, that again, but I never said it out loud. Why didn't you say something? Oh, because I mean, that's, you know, I'm not the organizer. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't suggest anything to me. No, uh-uh. but I, di- I didn't think, I didn't think the mood was going to move in that direction. Let me just, let me just say something. Um, and I, I'm actually include a, a clip from uh, the episode we had with the sweet life, because we had talked about this to quite a gr- great degree that women really are deciding what direction this train is going in. We are the, we might be the conductors, but you guys make the track. It's, it's nothing if you are not interested mm-hmm. facts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. if you're interested, it drives the whole thing. Cause whole I'm already thing. there. I'm yes. like, Oh yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. definitely smash this chick like that's me 90% of the time. But like when you like a guy, it's interesting, Tris. When you like a guy, like your whole aura changes, your whole yep. mode of operating mm-hmm. changes, mm-hmm. and it's just impressive to see. So I'm just like mm-hmm. sitting there minding my own business, and you're like, oh, there's a play situation going on right now. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so y'all really make the magic happens and like mm-hmm. once y'all on it like it's like we we just we we're just in tow yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. and that's that's how i felt like that last little bit of confirmation from you makes it so much better just your enthusiasm when you're excited yes. about it mm-hmm. oh man yes that that makes it like so much better i feel so much more comfortable to just go like all right let's do this thing then you know within reason within, <laughs> within reason yeah <laughs> So I'm kind of glad you didn't say anything to me because if you had said some shit like that to me, if you were like, hey, bomber, um, I know we're meeting with this couple tonight, but maybe we can, you know, get so and so in on this action. Yeah. If you said some shit like that to me, it would have I would have been pl- I would have. First of all, I, that would have took me right out of the party. Yeah. I would have gone to the bathroom and just rehearsed what what my lines would be <laughs> to the couple we wanted to recruit uh, into this play situation. I would have had to rehearse what my lines would be to them yeah. and what my lines would be to the couple that we were meeting up with. Yeah. Like I have to create, like I'd have to introduce them to the new couple, yeah. like, and we'd have to work. I'd have to think of a quick icebreaker game. <laughs> Again, I'm the conductor. You're just deciding where we're going. Right. Um, and I probably would have fucked up the situation because yeah. <laughs> that would have been a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, but like, and it was already a lot of pressure. Yeah, just with the one couple. It 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 was for me. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you say it's a lot of pressure, but you still would have been open to have it. You would have been open to a group situation with new partners. If the mood had moved that way, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been trying to get the mood to move that way. <laughs> um, but I think I think. 
time was against us. I think if we oh, had time enough was time, absolutely yeah. Against us. If if everybody had more time to marinate together, I think it could have been a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because the couple we had, um, the couple we had invited to the rooftop party, like they were really sociable and fit yeah. in really really well. So it was a possibility that some shit could have really popped off. And what's interesting is that they were the new meat at the party. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I know people were looking at them like fresh meat. She had a fat ass too, serious. <laughs> and he was looking good. Like yes, your, your man just they 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 came yes. ready and prepared. Let's talk about how people evolve in the lifestyle because I think that in the lifestyle we can be exposed to a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that opens doors for self-expansion. New relationships, new experiences that we may not have had before. Interesting thing about Jay from the Average Swingers uh, podcast, uh, I think Mm. it was his first time playing alone uh, with a monogamous marriage, and I was really surprised at that. I thought that they had done that before, Mm -hmm. um, but they hadn't. It was their first time, and they've been in the lifestyle for a long time. Like, they, you know... They have more experience than we do. Um, so I was really surprised to see that. Um, but it was just through, and and I would suggest people check out the, <laughs> their back, their last episode because you hear them talk about um, some of their concerns about that going in. Sometimes the things that you thought that you would like, this is another way you can sort of grow and involve in the lifestyle. Sometimes the things you thought you would like uh, might turn out to not work for you anymore. So um, we were talking about like looking for that novel and new experience. Back to that rooftop party where where we met with that couple, Mm -hmm. we were... I, I was incredibly comfortable. I'm really glad you did not bring up the possibility of us <laughs> inviting another couple to that room because I thought about it, but but I was like, you know what? I don't I don't want to do that. Like, I want to stick with this right now. Mm-hmm. I know that there are like damn fucking like four couples on the other side of the table that I would love to play with tonight, <laughs> but let me not fuck this situation up Yeah, and let me just stick with this. Like, this is the party we planned. Let's just stick mm-hmm. with this party. Yeah. And not let, you know, FOMO get in the way mm-hmm. um, because it, 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 it might have screwed up the whole night. Yeah. The other thing is about leaving the party to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned that I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you've learned through exposure? Um, besides wanting to try a butt plug. Oh, yeah. The butt plug thing. I still haven't done it, though. No. Well, because see, it's not, at least right now, it's not about, like, the the pleasure part again i've said this before it's just the aesthetics mm-hmm. like I, I literally just like how it looks right but you literally you, you would literally have to put something i in know your ass, that's, which that's is something the hesitation. That, that, which was the which was a big deal for right you. <laughs> that is <laughs> you the issue that. um and then be walking around with some of my ass so you know we'll see yeah you need to listen to the two hot wives last episode mm. it was all about anal anal play mm-hmm. um and they get real on that episode like real in a way i have not heard other podcasters or sex positive 
educators talk about anal play like they go in mm-hmm. like they're like yo like i know y'all motherfuckers think about this issue that issue and this <laughs> issue let me tell you something there is a there is a solution for these things <laughs> there are things that you can do they go into the biology of it like it's serious oh. so i would suggest if you are interested in putting that thing on listen to their podcast you're not the podcast listener in this relationship no. i understand that but if you're really serious about that anal plug Listen to that episode. Okay. It's, it's, it's serious. Um, all right. Some other things. So you already talked about the fact that you, um, you're you okay with just not playing. I am absolutely okay with not playing. Like, here's the thing. I've, I've had a lot of dicks in my day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and while every now and then a dick will surprise me, <laughs> like it's okay if I miss out on one or two or a few. Like it's just we've had so many experiences like it's just not that serious for me anymore and I want to and, and the thing is like I want I, I think I think when we first got into the lifestyle it was we were definitely about like quantity of experiences like we want to do this we want to do that mm-hmm. we want to you know mm-hmm. all do all the things um and now it's definitely for me is more about obviously the quality of the experiences and quality of the experiences were still, was still important, important in the beginning, but definitely less so. Like it was just like, let's get through all the kinks. Let's just do everything so we can just figure out, you know, what we're doing and have all these experiences. But you know, now it's like, one, I think the the value of our time is much higher. Yes. Amen (laughs) to that shit. Um, And you know, so when we do go out, I want to make sure that I'm having a good experience. And I would rather not have a play session than have a bad play, sh- play session. Yeah, you're, you're talking about like if you're going to invest the time and energy into playing with a couple, that shit, like it, the expectation is like bomb. Yeah. Like it, it has to be like this is going to be an awesome experience. But just because it's new is not going to be enough. Right. Like if I'm snatching hair out of my pussy just to go on this day, <laughs> like some shit better be happening. Right. Like something good better be going down. Um, but let's talk about um, some of the things that people might be discovering in the lifestyle. Um, some of this may or may not apply to us, but some things that people may discover. Um, I think it's interesting. I'm listening to more and more podcasts and I'm learning that guys are a lot less homophobic in the lifestyle. I feel like they go in with the, with like society sort of, you know, for your average heterosexual male, like homophobia is like a norm, um, biphobia even for guys. Um, but guys tend to get a lot more comfortable um, just the MFM experience, for example, like, oh, no, you know, no homo. Like, well, yeah. why would you want another man in the bedroom? Like, why not another woman? Like, you know, guys discover, well, no, it's not really it's not really about that. Like watching your woman getting piped out by another guy is actually pleasurable being able to, like, join in mm-hmm. and um, please her in these new and interesting ways is really cool. It can be real turn on being able to take a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and take, it takes the pressure off and taking the pressure off during sex. I'm going to talk about it later is actually such a big deal. It's not Mm. like this little thing. Like Mm. it's actually really serious when that happens. Um, um, some guys discover that they're bi in the lifestyle. I'm just going to say that shit out, out, (laughs) out right. Um, you know, I think women kind of discover their, their, um, 
uh, um, their flow when it comes to bisexuality and the lifestyle, but I think it's more accepted. Um, you or know, not, you know. Yeah, well, you might discover that you're straight too. <laughs> like, nope, thought I was into pussy, but I'm definitely not feeling it at all. <laughs> <laughs> like when you were in the lifestyle you 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 claimed bisexuality yeah i think that's so fucking interesting could you say a little bit about that like you're just claim bisexuality yeah. like i, I claim come on, now, on all the lifestyle sites you were like oh just put i'm bi i'm bi yeah i, I like licking titties and shit you know? <laughs> i do like licking titties yes. see that's the thing like <laughs> i like certain aspects of it but i had listen from jump i was always like i would never date a woman I would never eat pussy. Like I was never interested in either of those things, which I think are like big, big pieces of being bisexual for a woman. <laughs> so, like, but I was always Might very, have a to do with it. yeah, that was always very clear about those as- aspects of bisexuality for myself. And mm. so I don't know. So I guess, yeah, at this point it just makes sense. But I, I mean, I enjoy making out with women. I mm-hmm. enjoy sucking on titties. Just that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it above the waist bitch above the waist and there are other women like me out there so you know mm-hmm. yeah there are a lot of them but i've never like i don't think i've ever led a woman on to believe that like i wanted to eat her <laughs> <laughs> if i did i'm sorry i don't know how that happened but that would be some disappointing <laughs> ass shit Could you imagine I thought you were gonna eat my pussy. Was, no, nope. No. Not eating it. Mm-mm. But you said no. Nope. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Your husband lied to you. Um, so that's one thing. Folks discover new things about their sexuality. I feel like all of mine are like regressions. Sex toys. Mm-hmm. So using sex toys. Never something that occurred to us. Yeah. I mean um, not that it didn't occur to us. It just weren't wasn't our thing. Yeah. I d I don't know that they are our thing now though. Man, cock rings. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. never thought I'd put on a cock ring. <laughs> like that's one of my sources of insurance. Also, dick insurance. Like the fucking <laughs> some of the some of the fucking pills and shit. Never something I thought about, but I'll do it now. I always thought vibrators were a sign that marriages were failing or that the guy wasn't really doing his job well. Really? Yeah. When I before entering the lifestyle, that's what I thought about vibrators. Oh, wow. um, and I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah. Like vibrators get pulled out in the lifestyle all the time mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the guy's performance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be helpful. You know, every now and again a woman will pull out a vibrator and I'm like, damn, I, I thought I was doing okay. Like why is she pulling that thing out? My <laughs> dick isn't enough. <laughs> Yo, it gets pulled out all the time. And, and now when it gets pulled out, I'm like, okay, how can I help you yeah. with this right now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a, that's another way I've sort of evolved. Um, some people go poly. That's not us, no. but some people <laughs> have done it. <laughs> it's a thing. It does yeah. happen. Um, you know, <laughs> and pics. there's nothing wrong with that. No, ac- absolutely not. Um, BDSM, some people have discovered that that's a thing for them. Yeah, that's still not a thing for us. Uh, no, we, we tried. tried. <laughs> we tried. You know, uh, if you read the blog uh, that mono- Monogamous Marriage wrote, they like there was a moment she asked me, how kinky am I? And I kind of laughed because I was like, damn, you <laughs> asked. And I don't know what answer I can give you that's not disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we kept the name Black and Kinky because we used the word kinky in a very, very broad sense. Yes. Um, but 
where we're not into that BDSM shit. And you know what? I discovered about myself. What? I'm okay not being a dom. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not a dom. I'm not. I'm not that nigga who's gonna be choking you and like fucking forcing you to speak in tongues and like putting <laughs> fucking collars over your neck. I'm not gonna be. I can't be that kind of nigga. Like I. I, I can't. I tried. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's not in my spirit. Mm. I'm letting the world know right now, yeah. the bomber is not a dom. Like I'll smack your ass cheeks every once in a while <laughs> if we fucking. <laughs> I'm not one of them niggas that's going to smack your titties. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to smack you in the face. Yeah. I'll pull your hair. I like pulling I hair. Like pulling. And I pulled some locks mm-hmm. um, in our play session, which was awesome. I, I like pulling locks. <laughs> <laughs> I really like doing that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I always ask first. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Like I don't want to put handcuffs on you. Um, I don't really want to blindfold you. Yeah. We've tried that. Yeah. You liked it, though. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, making a movie that's something we've tried yeah it was fun i liked how we looked like mm-hmm. it, we looked better than i thought we would <laughs> you know no. you can you have to get the right angles yeah. um but I, I mean i liked it but I, I, like the thing is like i don't feel like we need those things though like we don't need that to be a part of our sex mm-hmm. like it's like a fun thing that we did once but it doesn't have to be a part of our regular sex life a lot of the things we discovered sort of run that line of things <laughs> that we don't need mm-hmm. um but again we wouldn't have known that unless we tried yeah um so but we have done we've done a lot we've done mfm you know we've done the foursomes yeah. we like that shit mm-hmm. um and it was something we'd like to keep doing orgies we still like oh, um yeah. they're just extremely difficult to coordinate sometimes yeah. um but when they can happen it's great and we would like to continue that <laughs> um exhibitionism and voyeurism we love them both yeah um and role play we did this a little bit but we don't do it much more i feel like we used to do this more pre-lifestyle yeah we would do we would do like role play sessions more mm-hmm. than but we haven't done one in a long time but also <laughs> we just be trying to get it in when we can get it in now <laughs> well now n- yeah definitely but i would argue that when we were doing role play it was more so because we were running into that coolidge effect i was talking to mm, yes. talking about yes. earlier mm-hmm. um and so role play was a way of spicing things up but then we discovered the lifestyle we didn't really need role play that yeah. much after that mm-hmm. um so there's that <laughs> um some things that we haven't tried that we might want to, you know, expand our experience towards. You want to put on a strap on and fuck a chick. Yeah. No, I want to fuck you with a strap on. Well, I don't want you to fuck me either. <laughs> so okay. let's, let's get let's just take that shit off the table. <laughs> but would you want to fuck another guy? No. Oh, damn. I thought you would have been interested in that. Uh-uh. All right. <laughs> so, um, so MFM, I already talked about that. Yeah. Cuckold um not really interested in that if it was a scenario where i was smashing a white chick and she was talking to her husband about how big my dick how much bigger my dick was mm-hmm. you know what i might try that <laughs> i'm i'm i might i might want to do that like I just try it once mm-hmm. um okay. You know, I don't think I'd be doing any of the humiliating, mm-hmm. but I would just want to be in the room to see that shit play out. Mm. Um, what what what's the problem, mm-hmm. Bill? Just just speak your fucking mind. Like what? No, what, what's the, you know, because like you, you know to she's going to say mm-hmm. what, what is she's going to say more than that, and what? then you know what she what is she going to say? This big black dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> be a factual statement. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so DP, uh, something I would like to try. Hopefully that that you that opportunity tried that. failed. 
I tried it and failed. <laughs> um, meaning I tried to get in. Actually, I think I was almost there. The guy just went soft mm. and then it, it just didn't work. He was on the bottom. I mean, he had a, uh, we, we had quite a mission ahead of us and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. <laughs> um, I feel like I need to take a DP class though. Like <laughs> where, where do my feet need to go and my knees? Like I, I can't be on top of his legs and you know, you, where do his need legs need to be? To be with someone experienced. Yeah. Somebody who's done it before. Yeah. Like I can't be in the squat position for too long. So there has to be alternatives. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I know I want to be the one on top. Like, I want her to be doggy, and I want to be on top entering in, like, you know, through her ass. And Mm -hmm. um, that should take some finesse, (laughs) you know. Uh, There needs to be, like, more anal sex classes for guys. (laughs) Because there's a whole art to aiming the dick. Like, you have to, like, aim towards the navel and shit. Like, you can't just go straight in sometimes because... Like the way the fucking rectum is pointed. Like you have to know where it's going. Like you got to know what the path is. You can't just stick your dick in there willy nilly. I think you just need to talk to a top. Talk to a top. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Um, so all of those tops <laughs> I mean, out there. <laughs> I have the most experience. Let me just say. There's one thing I do want to try. I never oh, told you this. <laughs> so I think it's called furries. Uh-huh. So folks that... <laughs> Wait, I'm going to explain this. Hold on. I, I know what it is. So you know what it is. Can you explain it? You dress up in these like big stuffed animal suits and fuck each other, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so stuffed oh, animal, like, like, you know, like a big bunny or yeah. a, a dog or. You know. <laughs> so what is your animal? I probably want to just be a wolf. Um <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Maybe Snoopy or something. I don't oh, know. Oh hell no! <laughs> what? It, it doesn't. It does. I mean, what? What do you do? You have an idea in your head? I mean, no. we've been watching a lot of cartoons with our son. Like, did you, was there any like cartoon character? What, what's the, what's the, you what's the dress up as Bluey or some yes, shit? Bluey. There we go. That's what I'm going. Bluey from like the Disney Channel. It's an awesome kids show. First you guys need to check that out. It's a cool <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> So yes, I would be Bluey. Wait, first of all, Bluey is a girl. <laughs> oh, Bluey's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but she's the blue dog. Yeah. Okay, that's not gonna work. That 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 might fuck up the whole vibe. <laughs> wait, wait, brother, you you you're in a you're in a female <laughs> costume, <laughs> nigga. Get it right. <laughs> we got a system here. <laughs> we got guys over here trying to fuck you, man. Get it, get it, get it together. <laughs> This is terrible. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> what's the name of the female, the, the, the male character? I really wanted to be a blue dog. No, no I don't no, even no, care. No, but they, they are. Like, they're, <laughs> you could, the dad, I forget what the dad's name is. All right. Um, I could be the dad dog. Yeah. All uh, right. So, so that's what <laughs> Bandit. Yes. Ba- wait, what? Bandit. Bandit? Yeah, that's the dad's name. It's Bandit. Bandit. Okay, like Ben did. No, Bandit. Oh, Bandit. Like like crooks. Like, yeah. Like okay. So, Bandit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of gangster. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would be Bandit from fucking Bluey <laughs> on the Disney Channel, and um uh yeah. So the so. So basically, yeah, you put on costumes and people don't take off the costumes. Like they right. fuck while they're in the costume. I guess, you know, there are places where you can, you know, take the front off or whatever and yeah. <laughs> pull your dick out and people can expose their orifices. <laughs> um, but let me tell you what I like about the furry idea. Uh-huh. What I like about the furry idea is that 
I don't have to see what your face looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could still get to know you through your costume, right? Right. So if I am digging you, your personality, yeah. based on our talk, and I don't know how this I don't I don't know how this plays out in furry circles. I haven't done the <laughs> research yet, but I'm just I'm just all I know is costume fucking with the costume on. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So I don't know if they have to get together and act like the characters they're dressed in. I would have a hard time with that. So <laughs> hopefully that that's not required. Mm-hmm. Um but I like the idea of like I don't I don't get to see you but I get to make a connection with you and if I if we like each other I just I just get ex- I get I get your orifices and we just fucking and I I kind of like that cuz sometimes I get turned off <laughs> by the visual of folks sometimes <laughs> and you know I know I'm not alone here <laughs> fucking bandit <laughs> I mean like honestly, but but think about it. Have you ever met somebody and you were like, "Wow, their personality is really, really awesome." I just wish they didn't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you ever? That's terrible. No, but have you ever yes. had that? Yes. <laughs> but it's terrible. It, it, it's 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 human. Yes. Okay. But I'm just saying, the furry situation just removes that possibility. Yeah. And because because all all it is now, you're just like okay. Furry, nice animal. I mean, a nice animal, nice personality. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, let me see his dick, or let me see her pussy. Okay, it looks good. It looks clean. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay. It just simplifies things. All right. <laughs> so furry. Anybody out there? You know some furry parties. <laughs> some furry parties where I could be the character from Bluey. <laughs> I'll get it together, I promise. All right, uh, quick word about APG. Um, they got a, a bunch of um, meet and greets going on out there. Uh, check out APG uh, altplayground.net um, uh, and sign up. Uh, check out their meet and greets. And all the sexy folks they have in their network of members. All right, moving on to Facebook fuck shit. Hey, yo, what the fuck? You ready for some Facebook fuck shit? <laughs> so, Jasmine Sullivan, I think a few weeks ago, posted a question on her IG stories um, for people to respond to. And so the question was, so what's the craziest thing you've ever done for someone with great sex? So this is like, you know, that bomb ass pussy, that bomb dick had to have it. What did you do? Here are the responses. Pretended to be homeless so I could move in with him and keep tabs on him. He still cheated. (laughs) Damn. Let him drive my boyfriend's car for the entire six months my boyfriend was deployed. Oh. You just oh a trifling ass bitch. Yeah. See, that's how people get shot. <laughs> These chicks be getting niggas killed, man. Listen. Go to an AA meeting with him and introduced myself as an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got a whole habit. <laughs> Going to an uh, AA meeting that's with him. So, that's that is crazy. Called supporting your partner. Mm. That's not bad. Sold my eggs to pay his jail bond. Oh, damn. Now, let, let's break this down, first of all, because, <laughs> like, selling your eggs is no easy feat. Like, going through the whole process of egg retrieval just to pay for this nigga to get out of jail, and you know <laughs> he's going back in jail. You 
going back to jail. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> now you got some random ass children of yours running around here that you don't even know. Wait, hold on, but that was that was plural. So is that like every month? Like, how much can you get for an egg? Oh, you can make money. Like, I thought about selling my eggs at one point in time. But then I was like, yeah, no, I didn't want my DNA running around there mm-hmm. without me. But <laughs> this one is just stupid. Drove at night in the rain when my windshield wipers didn't work. Okay. So you had a death wish. That's pretty psychotic. Right. What in the world? Sometimes the sex is really good, though. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, when you have sexual chemistry with somebody, you'll fucking climb mountains to get to it. Okay, here's, I'll give you two more. Cooked for him and his new boyfriend. Okay, that's serious. <laughs> that's serious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo. Like, oh, so my you were just like, oh, so we just having a threesome after? Is that what, is this what happens? Like, I just, I just need to know, what was your thought process around that? All right, there's the last one. Told him it was okay that he stole $40 out my purse and that I was there for him if he need more. Oh, so you were dating a crackhead. This is a crackhead with good dick. <laughs> Yo, sometimes that crack dick is good. <laughs> Don't make no sense. That's all I have for today's Facebook friendship. Oh, that is, that is amazing. <laughs> you know, I before I had a car, um, there was a girl that lived in an entirely different borough. She lived in Jamaica, Queens. I was in the Bronx in New York, um, and I didn't have a car. So I would have to, this this is what we would do. I would take her out on a date. So I had to, I had to take the train down to Queens, pick her up, and then like, you know, we would get back on the train take it somewhere else, go to dinner, I would have to get back on the train with her again to go to a hotel, and then I'd have to take her from that hotel after we, it'd be like two o'clock in the morning, go from the hotel back to the train, take the train back to her place, walk her back to her house, then walk my ass back to the train, and then take that shit back to the Bronx. Oh, hell no. <laughs> that was uh an entire and and it was just normal for me like it was just weird like me walking the streets just (laughs) (laughs) at three o'clock in the morning just Mm -hmm. with my do-rag and shit just just walking these streets (laughs) with all my male privilege um so yeah sometimes that that happens we had a message um i think this was more so in response to the episode we did with the sweet life so i'm going to read this out um, so, hey, what's up? Just listen to you guys on the Sweet Life Podcast, and you guys are talking about Black Swinger community, and it sounds like you guys are out of the loop. Uh, the Black Swinger community is almost all on Facebook and not on Swinger sites. Um, so, and they said, I'm not sure if you guys are, if the White Ellis community is what you guys like, but there's a booming Black lifestyle community Um on Facebook, um, so for example, they cited a hotel takeover uh, that happened uh, in October that had 500 people in it. Um, so, y'all being real reckless with Facebook. <laughs> I mean, that's my reaction because mm-hmm. that's just for me. That's too close mm-hmm. to my vanilla stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why we didn't really get into Facebook uh, in the beginning. I mean, I managed to make an account um, now, and even with that account, I'm like kind of iffy. Like, it's really like bare bones. Because, li- listen, the algorithm algorithms with Facebook, they be showing up like who you might know, all that kind of shit. And I'm like, I don't need that to be popping up mm-hmm. on my aunties or my third cousin's Facebook profile. Right with my ass in the air no we don't we don't need that right yeah so i i mean like i said i was i was able to make a a, an account for us that is not linked to any of our personal stuff Mm -hmm. um and so the one who wrote this email i actually had some dialogue uh with him and he ended up connecting us to all of these ls sites on facebook or not LS sites, but LS pages and groups. And so uh, he's right. And, and, and this wasn't a surprise. Like, I, I, you know, we were part of a few groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of parties that are advertised on Facebook um, that are very black-centered. And I've spoken to other promoters who have groups that are very private uh, and so there are a lot of black lifestyle groups that are on the private side, extremely discreet. And mm-hmm. so they're not quite featured in the way that um, in the way that a lot of uh, white lifestyle groups are. Now, I, I think that there are still a lot of white groups as well that are also pretty discreet. Um, and. One thing I'll say is that there seems to be a, like, as far as we can tell, um, a lot of the lifestyle sites I've seen have been mainly on, mainly in, like, the Midwest, also in um, Texas. Mm -hmm. Basically, all these parties are going on, and we can't go to any of them because they're too far. So (laughs) so I'm just going to say that uh, outright. Like, I just, I didn't see a lot going on. on the East Coast, um, but again, I'm sure that they're out there. Um, it's just that it's it's just so interesting that it's on Facebook, yeah, and not in on swinger sites. Like I just I don't I don't know I, I'm not sure why that is, um, but yeah, um, I would agree that there is a uh, definitely black lifestylers out there. Uh, and there are a lot of them, and um, I'll stand by what I said in terms of it being a very segregated community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but thanks for that. Maybe one day uh, we'll be able to check out <laughs> some of these events. I know uh, Urban Swingers um, is another uh, group that throws parties, uh, mainly in the Detroit area. Um, mm-hmm. Um, but again, very discreet. It's not a public, it's not a public thing. Right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting. And so like I, I use events like podcast of Palooza, uh, podcast of Palooza and Naughty and Orleans because these are not private right, parties. Not public, yeah. Like you, if you search those parties and events, you will find them. Mm-hmm. But some of these other groups like you're not going to find them because they're on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of 
you know, black lifestylers who are trying to get into the lifestyle, they don't want their families knowing, so they stay away from Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, but just a note that, you know, if you are one of those couples out there um, that are looking for lifestyle events, black groups, and some of the folks that we're talking about here, you can create a Facebook account. Um, apparently, if you just, you know, use create an account, you know, get an email, um, use, you know, your name um, and the name of your partner, your name as the first name, the name of your partner as the last name, um, and then N as the initial. And if you have a picture up, for some reason, Facebook is just cool with that. Wow. And <laughs> it's that simple. Wow. Um, and so you could have this Facebook page that's not connected to any of your other Facebook accounts, not connected to anything else you got going on. Don't connect it to your email. Just create a new email. Um, and from what we know, that should that should leave you pretty safe now. Yeah. Um, you know, there might be some settings you have to, you know, go, you, you might have to adjust the settings on Facebook to not link you know, your, um, what the hell you call it? Your phone number or something like that. Mm -hmm. D don't put in any of your, but like, you have to put a real picture though, like with your face. Right. You do have to put a real picture with your face. Um, although I'd argue, you know, use a different, like I said, use your name and the name of your partner, but use different names. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you do put your face on there, uh, if you're using a different alias, it's just a fucking couple. Like, who are you? Like, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, we have our faces on there, but who, who are we? Like, like people see that face. It's just another black couple. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, so thanks f to the individual who sent this email, um, because that Facebook secret, I did not know. And it worked like a charm for me. I was just able to create another Facebook account. So we have two Facebook accounts. One of them is lifestyle and one of them is not, all right, so thanks for that. If uh, any of you are part of these like huge black communities that are throwing events, reach out to us. We always uh, want to support. All right, moving on. Um, so Bombers Bougie Broadcast. Let's let's get in it. Um, just real quick, Sticky Pages, E Train and Lolo. This was a couple that we had met years ago. Um, and the, we met them at a pool party really randomly. They, you know, they came up, they had driven up for the day for this pool party. And maybe after 30 minutes that they had been there, like we were playing. Um, and we just had a good connection, good, good vibe, like really good time with them. And we just didn't see them again because they weren't from our, they were from out of town. Um, and you know, you try to get together, you try to make things work. Um, but it just didn't. And you and E-Train, uh, I think stayed in contact, mm -hmm. um, you know, texting that kind of stuff. But, um, other than that, like really didn't have any opportunity to hang out and that kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, world shut down, came back open and <laughs> the stars aligned that they were going to be in town and we were available. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, okay, we got to figure out how to make this work. Um, you know, so before, before that, any of that happened, like we were like, okay, let's at least, cause we haven't seen y'all in years, literally like three or almost four years. Um, let's just have a virtual date first, like a zoom, you know, 
whatever, FaceTime date, whatever, <laughs> which so we have been doing Zoom dates during the height of the pandemic. And then like we just stopped <laughs> for some reason. And so when we decided to do this date with them and it came around for the date, we were completely unprepared. They were very prepared. Like she had on her lingerie, they had, you know, the drinks and the vibe and everything going. And like, (laughs) I was looking a mess, like just had my house clothes on. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you were doing. You forgot to remind me about it. That was the main reason why I was looking terrible. Yo, so many couples had (laughs) flaked and just half asked it. Like, I just, I, I just didn't care. Like I, this was too good to be true. And I'm just, I was (laughs) like, I don't even think they're going to show up. So, (laughs) so yeah, I didn't even remind you because we just been flaked on so much. So I was just like, whatever. And they were clearly ready. Yes. Um, yeah, but it was a good call. Like we got to catch up and it was good seeing them and just like, you know, re-remembering the vibe that we had and that kind of thing. So that was that was good for me because that got me excited, you know, but still wasn't like I did. We didn't, you know. We didn't want to get, and you're always like this, but I'm not as much. I'm more, you know, optimistic, but we didn't want to get our hopes up right. about anything. Right. Um, and because we were available this weekend, like we had jam packed the weekend, like Thursday through Sunday with events, like every day we were doing something, doing multiple things, that kind of thing. So we made a plan, you know, we would, um, basically get together after our or at our we'll meet up at our rooftop event and see where the night took us yeah the rooftop event was thrown by a few friends of ours were part of this band group and this was the first i think this was the first rooftop event they threw since the pandemic and they're really fun they're just like lifestylers lifestyle adjacent folks um that get together um and just play games drink and it's it's a pretty cool vibe mm-hmm. go ahead yeah, and there were some sexy couples up there, like we said before. <laughs> yeah. Very sexy couples, but go ahead. No, so you were talking to him throughout the day, kind of like seeing where everybody was, coordinating. So mm, Yeah, and yeah, so we were, yeah, so we, so we had got to the rooftop um, after we went to this other event. We went to, um, what was it called? It was Black, tra- Black Couple Travel? Black Couples Getaway. Black Couple Getaway. We've been wanting to um, check out their event for some time. It was a very busy Saturday for us. So we went to that event. Um, very vanilla. Um, it reminds me just why we like hanging out with lifestylers because they're just more fun. <laughs> um, or not not that they're more fun. It's just like, you know, I had to be really careful at a vanilla event like this. <laughs> like there's a bunch of black couples that get together. They're strangers. And, you know, like, you got to be careful. Like, I had to be careful not to be flirting with the female partners we were meeting Mm -hmm. and, you know, be really, you know, just vanilla. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like we were a really happy couple. Like, I I feel this way a lot when we're in these vanilla settings. Like, we're very happy, very easygoing, and everybody just doesn't look as happy with the exception (laughs) of like a couple of couples that were there. Everybody else just looked miserable to be together. It was weird. Um, So... Anyway, um, we went, so we we went to that and then we went to the rooftop and the couple, um, E-Train and Lolo met up with us, um, 
there. Uh, they got there a bit later than we would have liked um, because um, we had a pretty tight schedule that day. So I think we were on, by the time they got to the rooftop, we probably hung out for like an hour. And I was telling E-Train, I'm like, listen, because he had booked the hotel. Like, they were about it. Like, he, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I had identified a few hotels, but I didn't book one. Because in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't want to book one and then they not show up. Like, I'm, yeah. I was still super pessimistic because I hate getting my hopes up. Like, I've been let down so many times. Like, I got <laughs> wounds, man. I got lifestyle wounds. I got pain. I need some healing. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they came and they showed up and he booked the hotel hotel like i'm just like oh shit this is real this is this is happening so i'm so i go up to i go up to him i'm like yo like we can only chill here for a little while because we you know play sessions last a while so if y'all still really about this he's like all right cool yeah whenever you're ready to go <laughs> and i'm like oh shit and the thing is with me and e-train like anytime we talk i feel like we've been friends for a long time mm -hmm. like you know what i mean it's one of those guys um he reminds me of somebody else in the lifestyle i want to say it's mr black where like a year could go by, two years can go by, and we don't talk. The next time we talk, it's like we've been talking the whole time, mm -hmm. and that's how me and him were. So it was just, it was just really cool. But I was like, there has to be a catch to this, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But there wasn't. Like we left the rooftop party. Um, you know, it was pretty much over actually by the time we left. You yeah. know, we yeah, other people were leaving. Right, and I'm glad that they got to meet our friends. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that were up there because you know maybe we can make this orgy happen one day I don't know um, <laughs> but we ended up leaving there met up at the hotel and um, you know I got my lights out uh, you know got the lights set up you know ladies put on their lingerie and yo it was on and popping like I, I mean I'm not you know if y'all want to hear the dirty ass details, you're gonna have to get on Patreon. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna go over them now, but it was it was fucking crazy up in there. Like it was a long ass play session. It was, it was a long play session. <laughs> I mean, it was a great play session. It was it was long for a reason because it was good. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but and I don't even think we realized like how long it was. Like you like you know, it's one of those times where you don't feel the time passing. Like you're just in the zone. Yeah. No, you don't you don't feel the time passing, but I remember I remember a couple of moments at least <laughs> where like me and him were both in full thrust mode. You know, we got <laughs> y'all warmed up and you know when you're in full thrust mode, yeah. like it's when you hear that flesh pounding. Mm -hmm. Um that was going on for a while and in my <laughs> head I'm like, "Yo, we still fucking like this is still going." Like <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not, I still got like a good 10 minutes of this shit <laughs> left in me right now. And that happened a couple of times. It's yeah. not like it just happened once. Um, and there were times where like it was two, like, I guess, queen beds. Yeah. Uh -huh. And there were moments where we were all on just one bed going at it and we were separated going at it. And it was like, we were looking at each other. I just, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> How many nuts? I don't even know. Did you bust? I know y'all ran out of nuts <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the night, um, but it was definitely multiple. I'd say upwards of more than three. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Um, I know we went through a lot of condoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a rare time where like 
when I bust that last nut, <laughs> I know it's over. <laughs> I know it's over. Like it's it's done. Like I do it with you all the time. Yeah. I'm like, listen, Belle, it's it's done today. <laughs> it's it's Sometimes over. Sometimes you still be trying though. Sometimes, yeah. But this time, no. <laughs> I did not try. I knew it was over. Yeah. Um so we what I liked about that is that we left that hotel room very satisfied. Everybody, yes, everybody was, was satisfied. satisfied. Yeah. Um, and that's fucking rare. Yeah. It's just so rare. And it just happened. Like mm-hmm. it just fucking happened. Like we had childcare, we were going, we had a full day mm-hmm. and we met a lot of, met some vanilla people, got in touch, you know, got to talk to our friends and have fun with them. And then a couple out of town. I mean, but that was the thing that we said though. I think that the pressure was off from the day because like one it was although although we planned it like we were okay if we were like okay if nothing happens that's fine like we still had a good time today like we did all these things like you know it'd be great all that so even if this isn't this doesn't end our night that's okay and I think you know because the pressure of the day to have a good time wasn't resting on this play session made it even that more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think after this, um, another thing we had mentioned was that you, so, so shout out to Locke and Trist because the play session we had with them in PCAP was like the perfect, um, intermediate play session you needed before the play session we had with E-Train and Lolo. Yeah. Like it was like you're warm, like Stella slowly getting her groove back. <laughs> it was very slow. Very <laughs> slow. <laughs> and then after E-Train and Lolo, you were like, you know what? I'm back. Yeah. The bell is back. Okay. She's still not playing as the bell though. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. All right. So that was our sticky pages. Let's talk about what we have coming up soon. PCAP Encore. Yes. So PCAP Encore. Um, yo, PCAP is back again, <laughs> happening again in the same motherfucking year. We're not talking about PCAP 2022. Not this mm-hmm. shit is happening this year. Three nights, 76 rooms, full hotel takeover in <laughs> Dallas, Texas. <laughs> All right. So there's going to be day parties, theme nights, edutaining seminars, drag bingo. Don't know what that is, but yeah, it sounds drag cool. Bingo. It's a, first of all, what is that? Love bingo. It just like, is that like drag queens? Bingo. Okay. Like the gra- drag queens calling the numbers and stuff. Oh, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Yo, I got nothing I'm but excited. love for drag queens. Who, I'm going to tell I'm you like, right now. Who, who are the Dallas Queens? I don't think I know who. See, I'm behind on the most recent season of drag race um so i don't know and i can't remember them being there being a dallas queen see you be watching that drag race show yeah, it's do. not my show I but know. like <laughs> sometimes i'll just walk past the screen yeah yo some of the shade and snarky ass comments <laughs> yeah. that these motherfuckers be having on the show <laughs> is just fucking hilarious mm-hmm. man um so drag bingo erotic painting oh that'll be interesting and shibari classes mm-hmm. what are you even going to do with erotic painting don't you just put like the paint on your body and like <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> lay what, on that's, a, lay that's on exactly a that's exactly what i'm thinking or like put the paint on and then have sex 
on the canvas. I don't think that's what's happening here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, this erotic painting could mean anything. I'm sorry, Kate. We should have did our homework before we talked about this, but fuck it. This is B and Kate. We keep it real on this show. Um, so erotic painting. I was thinking, yeah, body, like painting on your body and you just fucking jump on a canvas. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested to know what your titties can do on a canvas. <laughs> Abstract movie art. <laughs> shibari classes it's the tying it's the rope tying is Locke leading the class <laughs> yeah because he was he 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 tied uh trist up really mm-hmm. good there are a few pictures on instagram i would try that i, I would try shibari um but then you know i was actually thinking <laughs> i was like but then i don't want them to like do it too tight around my tummy and like my little rolls be squeezing out and I look like one of those, you know, the salami that has. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Looking like a pint sized sumo wrestler. Right. Um, no, your rolls are sweetheart. Your, your rolls are sweet. Oh, thank you, babe. Um, I'm still trying to get rid of them shits, but you know, mm-hmm. in the meantime, Right. We only got until... Um, I know. It's not, it's not enough time. All right. So November 5th to the 8th. So uh, we are going to fucking be there. Yeah. Um, so y'all motherfuckers need to stop playing. Get these plane tickets. Come out here and party with us in Dallas. Yo, you know what Kate told me? What? One of the fucking themes is going to be versus, arcade versus. That means Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Okay? <laughs> Mad fighting games. Fucking Tekken. Yo. Wait, what's Tekken? I mean, I've seen Tekken. Tekken is a fighting game. Come on I now. know it's a fighting game. Yes. But like, what are the, who are the characters from Tekken? All you got to do is look it up. They're all You know, the, the, the reason why this is a goldmine theme is because video games have been highly sexualizing women. Mm-hmm. More so than movies have. Oh, like yeah. video games, like ever since Chung-Li... Chung Lee mm-hmm. started this shit. Ever since she started doing those kicks, oh, yes, um, yes, yes, yeah, fucking it? opening up her legs. <laughs> all the fucking video game developers were like, "Yo, we need half of these bitches to be sexy in this game." Lara Croft. Yeah. Yes, Lara. I don't know if that's a versus or what. Whatever. Arcade. No, there's no arc. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Somebody can come at Lara Croft. Nobody's gonna care. I'm even mad if somebody comes as Pac Man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> If somebody makes a sexy Pac-Man costume, like kudos, <laughs> kudos to that shit. I don't know how you make that work. Mm. Um, but there's so many arcade games that just have these sexy ass female characters. Mm. All you got to do is put on some lingerie and put on a mask, and that's a fucking Mortal Kombat costume right there. But what are you gonna do? I already have a Street Fighter costume. Oh, okay. Um, I'm probably just gonna come to that. Dudes have lots of options. Like, just <laughs> find a ninja costume or yeah. a fucking karate costume, and then boom, that's like half the fucking arcade <laughs> fighting games right there. So, yo, and there's going to be multiple mingle events, on site playrooms, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Lo- so, the we are, remember, like, we're talking about Texas here. Texas got some lifestyle clubs. We'll be visiting them shits. It's going to be on and popping now. Unfortunately, uh, this isn't going to be like Miami where motherfuckers was going to the beaches and shit. You know, this isn't going <laughs> to be like, you know, uh, sitting on beachfronts or whatever. But this is really going to be taking advantage of that city lifestyle, sex positive flavor. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have a shitload of podcasters that are going to be there. 
Because us is living the sweet life. Monogamous, monogamous marriage will be bad. Expansive connection. Uh, average swingers. And of course, Kate and Daryl from Wonderless Swingers. All right. Um, I am going to be sure not to dare um, Angie. <laughs> to, jump in the pool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there will be a pool there, but, you know, it's going to be in November, so I don't know if the weather is going to be. Is it an indoor pool? I think it's a rooftop pool. Oh, oh. So. Well, I mean, it's Texas, though. It still might be hot. And, you know, climate change might be in our favor. <laughs> that part. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, man, people need to come out. All right, we talked about podcast Belusa. We told y'all, motherfuckers, is about it at that party. Um, so come through, howl at us. All right, so let's move on to just our Patreon chat shout outs. I'm gonna go through them here. We have a few new ones. Mm-hmm. All right, AMCD Attitude Adjuster. I think you have one of my favorite Patreon names. Uh, Bedroom Bliss, Big Meat Maine, Blasian Couple, Brown Girl, Camellia, um, Carlos, Chadwick, Chris and Crystal, Clifton, Daenery, Darren, Damon, Damon or Demon, uh, Dez, Dante, Texas Bama, Guan, uh, Gil, J-Dub, Juwan, uh, Johan, sorry, just trying to be real, Cassandra, Kyle, Lena, uh, Lene, Eminem, Melody, Metri, JJ, Mr. and Mrs. Graham, R&R, Raft, Raven, Red and G, Redonia, Ricky, Robert, Rosen, Albert, Rizzy, Rennie, B, Suzanne, Tamika, and T.Y. So we really appreciate y'all for keeping the lights on. Y'all have really been showing out on Patreon, so we appreciate all the new Patreons. Patrons? Yes. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Bella let you know how to follow up with us. Peace out. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please do check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Kinky. You can also find us under the same name on Cassidy, APG, Amore Getaways, and Patreon. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube under Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Feel free to email us at black, the letter N, kinky, lifestyle at gmail.com. Or call and leave a voice message at 937-462-0744. Bye. Black and kinky, black and kinky. Black and kinky lifestyle.